Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Buzzing About Romance. On this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, I am joined by podcast contributor Lindsay, and we are reviewing Off to the Races by Elsie Silver. This is book one of her Gold Rush Ranch series. Can you read the synopsis from Goodreads for you? Me? Me? <laughs> yeah, I can. It's been a night. <laughs> from Goodreads. I don't like her, and she doesn't like me. Billy is my new employee, the horse trainer I need to turn the family racing business around. She's feisty, confident, and so damn tempting. And our chemistry, it sizzles. We clash from the moment we meet, and in a small town or or on an even smaller farm, it's hard to keep your distance. It's even harder to keep that friction from turning to fire. But keeping things professional, that might be the biggest struggle of all, because Billy is the whole package, whip smart with a body I fantasize about when I'm alone, and quite possibly the only woman who can save this place and me. She drives me crazy, and every sense of the word, every smart mouth, little comment, every game we play, I end up wanting more, wanting her closer, with me, under me. I try not to let her get to me, but the more time we spend together, the more I crave her, her lips, her trust, her heart, I want it all. But at what cost? Because suddenly I don't just want to win races. I want to win the girl. Okay, so off to the races is a slow burn standalone romance with no cheating. It's the first book in the Gold Rush Ranch series, and it's set in a small town called Ruby Creek. And it was released April 23rd, 2021. Um, this is actually Elsie Silver's debut book. Um And the tropes are enemies to lovers, boss, employee, some aspect of hidden identity. It's a sports romance because it is a horse racing romance, slow burn, small town. And the put out percentage was 67%, which I, there were a couple moments like earlier in the book where you thought like it was going to pop, but it didn't. It was like a dirty tease. Yeah, it was a dirty tease. And it really didn't feel slow burn to me because of like how fire their interactions were Mm -hmm. from the start, like. Well, and I actually had to go back and look it up because I was like, because when I was like reading through stuff and it said slow burn there, I was like, no, it wasn't like they definitely popped like early. But then like once I found the percentage, it's like, but that one make out that they seen that they had like in the barn, I was like, hot damn. That's why it didn't feel like a slow burn. This book was incredible. Like I didn't mm-hmm. know what to expect. So Rachel from reading with Rach, she, mm-hmm. um, recommended this book. I'd asked like, what's a new to you author. That's a five-star book for you. And she mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, read this. This is really good. And like, until I read our notes for today's podcast, I had no idea this was her debut novel. Mm-hmm. This does not read like a debut novel. It, it like, not. popped out of, the, out, out of the gate, like on fire. Like this mm-hmm. is are really, I thought it was really well written, really well done. The characters, the the depth, the development. <sighs> like there were there were a couple places, like it was a little wordy, and I thought maybe she could like pull up like some of those like really abstract details that like weren't super necessary, but they they worked well with the story. So it didn't take away from the story and it didn't add so much extra that you're like, oh man, like it just won't stop. Like I Rachel has talked about this book, like in Elsie Silver, like over and over again, like since she started reading her and I was like, this is a good book to try. And I was pleasantly surprised with it. What I like too, though, is you don't see a lot of the horse racing. Like, I think I've only read 
like two or three books or like maybe 10 total in like the thousands of books that I've read (laughs) where like horse racing, horse training is a focus. So I thought that was an interesting like direction to take. Yeah, I thought that was a unique take as well. Um, There's, you know, I thought she handled the women's struggle in that industry really well as well. Because that's Mm -hmm. kind of, I think it's a very relatable topic. Like even if horse Mm -hmm. racing isn't interesting to you, like the story itself, um, it's definitely in the realm of contemporary romance. And it's also like, like I am a woman in a male dominated industry. So I really related to a lot of her struggles. And Um, I was curious today when I was going back and looking at stuff and I looked it up and it says 95% of like trainers are male, which is an insane number. Like that's like crazy. It is very crazy. (laughs) Okay. So let's like dive into the book. So let's talk about Vaughn a little bit. So he is dealing with the aftermath of his grandfather's death and like the demise of his reputation because of things that are being said about him. And so he has moved home to Ruby Creek in the farm to, to try and bring it back to like the glory days, like after things kind of imploded a little bit. And kind of back to his childhood because he grew up you find out in the book that he kind of grew up at ruby creek mm-hmm. uh, on the ranch with his grandfather and that um like he feels you know he stepped outside of his role um running a major corporation his family is a multi-billion dollar family they mm-hmm. own like, a huge corporation and this um ranch is kind of like his grandparents hobby farm almost like it was his mm-hmm. grandmother's and he, you know, he grew up there, so he feels deeply connected to it. So when, after his grandfather passes, he's walked away from his life in the spotlight, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, kind of leading a major corporation. And he is now at the farm and yeah. trying to bring it back to his, I guess, like the glory days from when he was a child growing up mm-hmm. there. Well, and that's the thing, like this, the ranch, like truly is like where he felt him the most himself like he has this like playboy persona which isn't exactly like as like he truly is but he kind of plays up to this like persona like when he is in like the mining world and the mining business because they like the other companies like a mining company but that you don't really learn too much about them in book one Mm -hmm. um so it's almost like he has this separate identity as the CEO, but when he comes home to the ranch, like that's where the true Vaughn really lies. Yeah, I agree with that. And you really like, he's coming into himself. Like he's not only bring it's, there's so many like metaphors and parallels in the book. Like the ranch, I feel like is a like a parallel for Mm -hmm. Vaughn and his character's development. And then, you know, we'll get to Billy, but I feel like the mm-hmm. horse and Billy, like they're the parallel. So it's like everything that's happening in the book, it's definitely happening to drive the plot forward, but also kind of mirroring like the, the things the individual character works through. You don't always see that done a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so Where the, really- the setting itself like creates yeah. like <laughs> a lot of growth for the, the characters. Yeah. yeah. And so... Vaughn is this extremely stubborn, set in his ways, like kind of guy who thinks he has all the answers and all the right answers. And 
he, he struggles with the changes that are happening on the ranch and the fact that like Hank, Hank has recommended this Billy Black, who Vaughn thinks is a man coming to (laughs) train their horses. Um, And so that leads into an an interesting meetup when they first see each other. So let's talk about that a little bit. So (laughs) that's not meet cute of all time. (laughs) It is not a meet cute. It is like, I want to punch you in the face type of like meeting. Cause he, so he thinks that Billy is a man who is coming because Hank has not said like specifically like this woman trainer, like he talks about a trainer and how they are young and he uses like very like non like specific pronouns anytime that they had talked about it. And so Vaughn is convinced that like this young kid boy basically is going to come work with his horses and so when billy like shows up at the ranch like she gets out of her car and she is beautiful he um he sticks his foot in his mouth and then some yeah he thinks that she is one of the many female suitors after him mm-hmm. uh, and his status and that they have started, like, he thinks that essentially um, because he's not in Victoria, they have found out where he is and now they're showing up at his ranch and he thinks that. Oh, he- and he thinks his mom like sent her. <laughs> yeah. And so he like <laughs> says such mean and crude like things to her. And so she kind of puts him in his place. Like she doesn't she does not accept that, which I thought was wonderful. Yeah, I love that first interaction. Mm-hmm. It really sets the bar. Like it shows her her character, like how much of a spitfire she is, how determined she is. And then I love like the job was conditional that they like kind of started off with a bet. And um, the bet mm-hmm. is obviously the horse. Yes. <laughs> um, and it was just like really interesting to me like how they frame this whole story and then you just start rooting for Billy from the beginning Mm -hmm. Uh, like that interaction in particular you're just like oh he's gonna eat it he's gonna regret this (laughs) well and it kind of sets the stage for the fact that like she she is coming into this situation where she wants this opportunity like she is coming back to the area like she has been gone like her family is embroiled in scandal. So she has separated herself from all of that. Um, and so she has really been trying to like make a name for herself as Billy Black, as this well done, well capable, like forceful woman who can do this. And she's, she is strong and she is determined and she is fairly stubborn in her own right. But it's, it doesn't, come off as like obnoxiously stubborn it's stubborn in the sense where like she really sticks to her decisions and like digs her feet in because she she truly knows what is the best decision for this horse that she is basically forced to train yeah it's definitely a place of confidence and strength like Mm -hmm. not just stubborn for the sake of being stubborn like I Mm -hmm. guess an arrogant take on stubborn I think Vaughn's stubborn is a little bit more arrogant yeah yeah (laughs) Um, definitely like she like her stubbornness is like it's coming from the right place and his stubbornness is just 
not always the best thing. But so she has a way with this horse. So like part of her interview um, is to pick the horse that she thinks would be the best on paper to train. And this is, I mean, I don't know a lot about horses. Like I have ridden them and I like, they're very pretty, but like, I don't know anything about them. But so she's looking at these like reports basically. And like, he wants her to pick the best one on paper. And so she does like, but it is a horse that like, it has a lot of problems. And so she has to coax this horse and she has a way with this horse. And like, she truly falls in love with this horse in like the area. And I just, I thought that whole story arc with the way in which she trains this horse and treats this horse, like it was really profound. Yeah, I love that element of the story. They're bonding. I loved how, like, she knew from the get go something was wrong with this horse. Like, she, mm-hmm. she, she was like, "I picked this one, but like on paper, something's wrong with him. What's wrong with him?" And then well, that's tell, the thing. Like, she kept asking, "Like, figure it well, out." Yeah. Um. So she kind of like walks in blind to the situation, and the horse, like, he's basically wild. Like nobody can go near him, and. Mm-hmm she spends a great deal of the book like forging a bond with him and then like the horse is an integral character um mm-hmm. to the story because yes, like, her so way with so. him also really like builds a great deal of respect with her amongst the whole um you know stable as a whole because the ranch is more than obviously just like the main characters and they talk about like how fre- frequently comes up like how respected she is at the ranch because of her approach um mm-hmm. everyone and how she handles everyone and the horse she goes out to the horse like every morning and just like starts socializing with him mm-hmm. and then like it becomes kind of a a, a social like, point for her and Vaughn because Vaughn comes out starts coming out every morning with her and then they just they just mess with each other they like, do <laughs> they really do like it says it's enemies to lovers but it's really not they're more like adversaries because he he doesn't make the best first impression so she has this idea of him from what she knows of him in the news and like how they met and so like she just doesn't really want anything to do with him like she's there to work she's there to do her job and he needles because he's really attracted to her but he doesn't want to be so there is some push and pull but it's natural and it works and it it's not forced where like they come together, they like are apart, like, and back and forth. Like I felt like the back and forth and the mm-hmm. push and pull, like it, it worked really well and it made sense. It did. It did. They were building a friendship and it was a lot for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, Vaughn doesn't have the greatest relationships with his family. He right. doesn't really have like Billy becomes kind of his first friend, if mm-hmm. you will. Like, like he true really friend. Have- yeah a true friend or a true confidant so like it's almost like bitley's relationship to the horse kind of the same with vaughn <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well they kind um, of progress at the same thing like at the same pace almost like billy like creates this bond with the horse and like as the horse begins to trust her like her relationship with bond like also like starts to grow and adapt but then something big happens and we're not going to tell you what and like her heartbreak in that moment like it was palpable like I felt like my heart was breaking for her when that entire situation happened and I just I wanted to cry yeah it was very powerful that whole 
it was a very powerfully written book. I mm-hmm. like, when I read the notes, I just can't get over that this was a debut novel because when I read the notes, I was like, this there's no way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I th- I just thought like she was wildly talented with how much emotion she packed into that because you yeah. felt it like you were mad you like you mm-hmm. you could just really sympathize with Billy. You were angry. Treatment. You were angry for her. You were angry at him. Like like you felt bad for him because of this the situation that he feels like he needs to take these steps but at the same time he wanted to like punch him but then but then he gets some some hard truths and like some perspectives that he was unwilling to even acknowledge like before all of this happened and he and he really like sees what's truly important and I think that was a very strong point in the story also my favorite scene I don't know if this is too much of a spoiler so I'm just gonna let you know this is a little bit of a spoiler my favorite scene is when is when Billy um you know trusts Cole with the decision on who's gonna be the jockey for the first race and then after after the race um you know she does what she does wins the horse wins and she flips out because Mm -hmm. like there was just blatant disrespect for her and her job and I will the, the best scene in this whole book is when she goes and whips someone on the butt mm-hmm. in a room full of very wealthy people very well, very important people. like and she just to do her mind and it's fantastic because mm-hmm. like I was like oh my gosh what did you do are you going to get fired like what's going to happen to you and then mm-hmm. I just loved how that played out because like it was her job to make that call the call was taken away from her and I just really liked how like that situation, the aftermath of that situation, um, it was like Mm -hmm. really a testament to like how good she was at her job. And I wish those kinds of situations planned out, paid out. Well, Well, and also too, like what happened after that race, like that whole portion of the book, like in her reaction and how she dealt with what was happening and the fact that Vaughn was like she truly has a connection with this horse like we made a mistake and I thought that was like really and then profound he on from that to do the stupidest stuff oh my he, gosh you really yeah like you really get to the point where you wish that scene had happened to him when <laughs> you know you do. Goes down, but why is she not beating him with the way <laughs> but there's a moment like after everything happens like like it was like a couple days later or something like that where she goes to talk to him and tells him some truths and I just and he's still like he listens and he hears but he still doesn't get it and it was kind of it was frustrating because it's like you're like a mature guy like he they're in their late 20s but they they were mature like they were not like these frivolous like kids but he listened and he heard but he still was like I need to do this because of the situation surrounding me and it was like 
but you don't like you don't have to do what you did like I just just stop okay so before we talk anymore and spoil anything just read this book it is that good so Lindsay did you like this book yes <laughs> I've already downloaded book two <laughs> but I, I actually downloaded book two also because there's a moment in book one that like you really need to read book two and I was like so I read like a, a couple chapters, but then I was like, crap, I have like three other books I need to read. Like, so I had to stop and I was very frustrated, but I did. I really like this book as well. So who would typically like this book? Um, I, so I really think like fans of Melanie Harlow, Claire Kingsley, Jenna Hart, mm. Molly McLean, like there are more, I would say like there's tiny, there's elements of humor in them, but overall there are more serious contemporary romance. There's not there. I would not classify them as rom-com, but no. they're like the structure and the way that you read the story and the way that it flows. It's very solid. It's like reliably good. And I think like a lot of the fans of those particular authors would love. Well, and they, oh. <laughs> those are all authors that are good. They have angst, but it's not like overtly like angsty like they have the perfect balance between angst and comedy and serious and like they have that perfect blend of everything but yeah and fans of a contemporary romance if you like a sports romance but don't like the typical sports romance then this works really well so would you recommend this book yeah, I would definitely recommend it. I, I just, I still can't get over this as her debut novel. For a debut novel, it is just outstanding. It, um, it is. It is an, an excellent debut novel. And I would, I'm really excited to dig into the rest of the series, especially book three, who is kind of a bad guy. So I'm curious to know like <laughs> how she, how she um, makes him okay. We'll have to buddy read all this. <laughs> we shall. Okay. <laughs> So do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance? If you do, send us an email at thebees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. And Lindsay, I realized I never said thank you for, or like, welcome to the podcast, because I just skipped right over that tonight, because apparently my intro was on, on brand and very awkward. But we were thank excited. you so much. I was excited. But thank you so much for joining me for this quick shot of romance. Anytime. Thanks. All right. Until next time. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.